Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 160. 160 is the sum of the first 11 prime numbers, as well as the sum of the cubes of the first three prime numbers. It's a very important number in mathematical terms here. I am Trey. That's not. That's what it says. That's what it says. The first three. Two is a prime number. Three is a prime number. Five is a prime number. The first. The, the sum of the three cubes of the. Oh, cube. Yeah. Gotta listen. Yeah, yeah, Todd. Jesus, holy crap! I thought you were a math kid. Um, I'm sorry. I'm Trey. But joined... is one? Well, not you count one as a prime number. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker and Dylan. Cameron is late <laughs> per usual, slacking off. The first off. three cubed. Oh, we got to fight. I'm, it's okay. Let me restart. When you clicked play, whatever to record, I clicked pause on the on the Bruins game because I'm watching it. And I meant to mute it. Then when I clicked play and fast forwarded up to date, we scored. And I oh. fucking missed it. Very nice. And then, and now there's a fight and I missed it too. So, sorry. The yeah. Bruins are spurred on by wasted takes. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's get into it. Winners and losers. Brady takes. Um, I had him going to the Niners. I retracted that. Had him going to the Raiders. That's a loss. He is officially retired. I think it's for real this time. Don't know if you're with me. We'll talk about it. Tucker, you said he wasn't going to get interest. Maybe that made, played a factor into him um, not continuing to play. I don't think so. But I maybe. do. That's fine. We'll give you a push, I think. It's the most fair thing we can do. Dill, you I'll said the Rams. You said the Rams still, but not officially, not on record. I just said it's a good possibility. Yeah. So Brady takes losers mostly. Um, now Brady's one for one with for coming out of retirement, so odds are he comes back. I think there's no way he comes back. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think he's miserable. We'll talk about it. Um, anybody else got winners and losers? Uh, me, um, I'm, uh, I'm a little sick, so sorry to our uh, tens or ones of viewers uh, if I sound worse than I normally do. Which, when I listen to the episodes back, I sound bad, just in general. So I can't imagine this is going to be good. I don't think you sound bad. Well, everybody hates the sound of their own voice. I hate the sound of my voice. I love my voice. Um, yeah, you're a weirdo. <laughs> Probably. You're, you're a sociopath. <laughs> All right. Um, Paul, let me see. Last time I checked, we had a tie. And it finalized as a tie between everybody except Cam. Wow. I, th I thought I was going to win that one so, like, so easily. What was your take again, though? Yeah, Purdy's 80% of Brady's names. He's going to have five bowls. I, I don't – I can honestly say, Dylan, I have no idea why you thought you were going to win that. Because it's, it's, it's very wasted. It might be – that might be wastedest take of the year. It could be. There. Um, I think if they had if, – if more people had the context of the conversation and how we uh, 
how we walked walked ourselves into the, the eventuality of that take, including the diagram from Cam. Um, I think you might. The diagram is so funny. Um, so how are we going to settle this? Wheel, three way tie, wheel. <clears throat> um, let's wait for Cam to come on. He's he's the. Yeah, but even then, how do we how do we settle it with a three man? I don't know. He'll he'll do something. We gotta wait for Cam. All right, Cam, where is he? Did he text us? He texted us. I didn't look at it. I don't have time. Be there in ten. He said eight minutes ago. So he has two minutes. Um. All right. Um. Anything else before we get into takes? Uh, I, me winner. Uh, pick the games right this week. No one else did. Yep, we'll go over scores once we uh, break down the games. Um, actually, Tucker was wrong, but he picked up big pointage, and we'll discuss that later. Um, I missed that. Cam's here, by the way. Cam, welcome to the show. <laughs> good, good of you to make the time to be here. Thank you. I was busy. I get off work late. All right, we have a three-way tie between me, Dylan, and Tucker for the point. How do you want to settle it? Here, I got an idea. Cam, did you just come from uh, work in a restaurant? Or no. No, is my take in, in there? No, it's not. No, it's the No, I'm the only one. I didn't blow. All right, it's over now. Okay, what do, what, do, what do you want me to do? You tell me. How do we decide Figure it out. How do we pick it? Um, so we got a three-way tie here, gentlemen. I have... Um, I got uh, I got three, three separate pieces of toilet paper here. <laughs> One of them is going to have... Um, uh, a marking on it. So I'm going to go ahead and hold on. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's my face. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Yep. What a start to the app. Yeah. Oh, I'm wondering here. Okay. We got this paper here. I'm Can you elaborate on why, why you have toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. This is Trey's. <laughs> Trey's says it. Trust me. Um, the toilet paper is next to my bed in case I gotta blow my nose. No. Oh, sure, okay. Tucker there, and and in case I get a little bit of the night. And Dylan, you're gonna be the last one. <clears throat> you guys asking for my advice or how to do this? I love it. I love it. I love where it's going. And then Lindsay is gonna be the one to draw it. <laughs> she has no bias. Um, and I know which one's which. So, without any further ado, they're all face down right now. Um, so I thought they were. They're all face down. Lindsay, pick one of those, one of the three, one of the three. Come here. on, Lindsay, I could use a point. You want that one? Can I go ahead and need you to? Is that, is that the final answer? Okay. I'll you switch. can switch it if you want. It's, uh, can you read it? Does that say Dylan? It, oh, says, it says Tucker. Let's oh, go! Oh, big pick <laughs> So, Lindsay clearly showing bias on the show. Um, Lindsay, I appreciate it. 
I heard there's a congratulations. Me and Lindsay go way back. I I heard collusion. I'm going through a phone currently um, <laughs> to make sure there were no. Tucker did give Lindsay advice on uh, her feet hurting one time. And I did one time. And that she should get. I don't know if you both have offered advice. Trey actually uh, brought her home once. That sounds weird. I, I escorted her home from a bar. It wasn't anything more than that. Like, All right. You're... I got the least. I uh, essentially had to throw her into the cab. She didn't want to leave the bar. Now, Cam, you said you were in uh, your bedroom. Was, was the drawing in the bedroom as well? The drawings in the bedroom. A lot of things happen. Why? 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 Your your uh, your floor is that? Is it not? Is that not a rug? There's no rug in there. What? What was? No that? rug in the bathroom. Tile floor or in the in the bedroom. It's a tile floor. That is floor. psycho. That's so we have. So listen to this actually. <laughs> um, we had a. This is a furnished apartment. So we had a rug in here when it came in, and it was a cow's hide. It was like they took a cow, yes, yep. it, just threw it on the floor. Lindsay didn't like the ambiance. I thought it was pretty cool. I was mooing. Um, and so we took it out, and we just never replaced it. Cold feet when wake up, though. Yeah, I bet. What I a start to, to the pod. For the pod. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into Wasted Takes. I have a not football-related Wasted Take. Does anybody want to go football first? I got football. I got... I had one. I'll, I'll explain it as I go. I'm going to go first. Um, so this morning, I will walk you through the timeline. This is how close it was. I texted the group chat at... 817, and I said, I have the take. And then I got a message from Ben Herrick in another group chat at, uh, we had a long, a long conversation here. Uh, at 819, two minutes after I said I have the take, I get an announcement that Brady retired. My take was involving Brady's retirement, so I could have made us famous, even though everyone already listens. Can't really go up when you're already on the top. Um, besides the point, my take, I was listening to the radio this morning, and they were talking about the new movie, 80 for Brady, with Jane Fonda and... Sally Field. Sally Field. Uh, Reed, some other old, older older women. Um, and I, my initial instinct was, you know, I wonder how much Brady's actually in that movie. Because his name is in the in the movie, like I'd imagine it's not just a cameo. So I looked into it a little bit, and the the People magazine title said Sally Field says Tom Brady was nervous on eighty for Brady set, but he was a natural. And I immediately thought he's going home. He's going back to Cali. He's going back to L.A., but it's not to play for the Rams. It's not to play for the Rams. He's going to be a movie star. Yeah. Okay? So I thought Tom Brady's going to retire, and he's going to go to Hollywood, and he's going to be a movie star. I'll take it one step further. Tom Brady will win an Oscar. (laughs) 
Best uh, actor ever. The goat of actors. I think he'll win like one for like a best documentary or something like that. Like the same way Kobe won an Oscar. How about this? So Tom Brady will pursue actors. Does he have to die and win an Oscar? Hey, so, I don't know come on. <laughs> Kobe won an Oscar before he died. Come on, Del. Too soon. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Tom Brady becoming a uh, a rock figure, a John Cena figure, where he becomes so he's already so large in pop culture that he um, that he transcends the sport. Uh, I definitely think he'll pursue acting at some level. He's already done it. People forget Ted Two had a major speaking role in Ted Two. They break into his house right. to try to steal steal his uh Yeah. So he's he's done it before. He was actually in, in Dumb and uh no Stuck on You. Did you know that? Right after his rookie year. They they shot Stuck on You and he and I think it was like Lawyer Malloy had a cameo um in that movie. I forget what it was. I haven't seen a movie in a million years. But he has the acting chops in the past. He's been there. Um, I definitely think I'll pursue it. Oscar, I tend to agree with Tucker. Maybe for a documentary. Tom vs. Time was great. Man in the Arena was great. So that he can clearly produce those type of films. Um, I don't know if the acting chops are up to snuff. But you know what? It's Tom Brady. Can't bet, can't, can't bet against him. Never... Never told my sci-fi I'd never do it again. I agree, Cam. He will he will win a best actor Oscar. Tucker? Um, I can definitely see him winning something. I don't think like he's gonna I don't th- I mean, I don't think he's got like the chops to be like a, in a drama or anything like that. But like, you know, I see him doing a couple of comedy roles, doing a few cameos in a couple of movies as well as maybe doing a documentary. Uh, I definitely think the TV 12 whole industry is not meant to just like die out now that he's done. I think that he definitely wants to build his brand even post sports. And I mean, you know, he's a workaholic and you can only, when you're in a booth, you can only do so much work. I feel like. Dylan. Uh, movie star. I mean, the man is awkward. He I is. He's like a, we- he, a little weird. He's a little weird. I feel like he's not going to be great in, in the booth, to be honest with you. And uh, I think, uh, you know, acting, at least if you get to, like, you know, cut scenes and restart them in the booth. Might be worse. But um, <clears throat> you know what, Cam? I think he'll be in some movies he's not going to be Shaq-esque uh, as of an actor but he'll probably be in a few here or there well, um, but I don't think he's winning any Oscars so I was going to touch on the booth thing too, I'm glad he brought it up I don't think he's going to be in the booth and if he is, I think he's going to hate it because it means he has to watch and analyze football 24-7 and it's going to drive him insane to watch mistakes happen because he's not a guy, he's never, other than film of other teams that he's glad that he's better than, now he doesn't want to be better than these people because it's going to make him want to play and go out there. He said it himself. So I don't think he's going to have the capacity to be a broadcaster and not go insane. 
Well, when you're making $375 million over 10 years, you might be able to do it. Yeah, I think $35 million would be able to. Now, I tell you, the one person... like, for minimal work. Like, you can say, like, broadcasting hard, but, like... Compared they're just looking to for him athlete. to be Tom Brady in the booth. They're not looking for him to be, like, anything special. Um, the one person who's really upset by this has to be Greg Olson, though. Yeah. Dude's going to get booted. He got screwed. He's good, too, which is the same. We're going to do a lot of, uh, I think we're going to oh, do, do a lot of booth talk this episode. I think there's going to be, I, I know I have some more booth thoughts when we get into the games. So, um, all right. Does anybody have a football take? Tucker, no. <clears throat> the gears are still turning over. Hearing none. I will jump into my hockey take. Um, Tucker, are you talking? It sounds like you're underwater again if you are. No, you're not. You're muted. Um, Okay. Bruins. Best team in the world. Too good. We've already talked about it. Must be cheating. A lot of talk going around the Bruins now. They were covered on Get Up on ESPN. They started talking about them, which if you know anything about hockey, is a miracle. They never discuss hockey, especially on the morning show. Um, but they're starting to get a, a lot of national press in terms of their chances of becoming the greatest hockey team of all time, having the most wins, whatever whatever record they're even going for now. Um, point differential, wins, goal differential, stuff like that. I, I don't think they're close to goal differential. Dole and I looked into this the other night. After we got off Ways to Takes, Dole and I had a lengthy conversation about the Bruins. And I mentioned to Dylan that I think the Bruins need to lose a little bit. And, you know, I I hate to be the guy and it's definitely pattern for me, pessimistic Boston sports fan. But a lot of times in hockey, the best team doesn't win. Like the president's, when's the last time the president's trophy winners actually won the cup? I feel like it was never. I feel like the Lightning did that like two years ago. Did they though? Maybe, but they might have been the only team in like a long time. Like I feel like other than that, the President's Trophy usually they they don't do well. Now I think the Bruins can absolutely still win the cup uh, if they win the President's Trophy. I think they're going to, which is great. I think the Bruins need to have a tough month of February. I think they need to get all the pressure of setting records kind of off. They need to face some adversity, which they're definitely going to face in the playoffs. We saw the. Carolina Hurricanes give them fits uh, the other night. Um, they need a rough stretch. And I, I, I don't say it as like they're winning too much. I'm saying that they need to face some more adversity. If they are poised to go for this record and that's what they're shooting for and they're playing their guys, like they got a lot of old guys that are really key pieces. They're playing them a ton of minutes. They're getting tired. Um, maybe there's an injury, you know, Olmark, it's all about playoff hockey is all about getting your goalie hot at the right time. You know, if, if Olmark maybe has a little bit of a downtime right now or or after the all-star break, I think that'll be good. Um, so my take is that the Bruins need to go 500 or worse in the month of February to win the Stanley Cup. They have 10 games. They need to go 5-5 five and five or worse. They need a bad month 
to bring them back to Earth, to refocus the group, to take the mind off the record, and to be fresh and ready to go when springtime rolls around. You know, maybe maybe have a rough month of February, climb back into it in March, and then April, round back into form. That's my take. Now, there's something to be said in general about about that. I think it's it's stuff that we were talking about with the Yankees. Um, I mean, obviously they didn't win the World Series, but it was a similar <clears throat> similar thought that we had on the show. Um, every team, it seems, it's like the law of averages. Like you can't be the best of the best for the whole season. I mean, look at the Patriots when they lost in the Super Bowl, whatever it was, when they were undefeated. So at some point, you need to lose some games in order to get hot again because it's just, like, impossible to be hot the entire year. So I'll, I'll agree. I think I think they need to have it. I, I think it would even be better if they had some sort of losing streak in, in like, late March and then got things rolling again. In, in, in April, but I'll work with February. I just I, I'm doing it because it's more it's more in my mind recently, and I don't want them to get too cold, too close to the playoffs. And I don't I think if this happens, they have to have a rough um, a rough March too. Not as bad maybe as February, but not like losing two games. Uh, Tucker, uh, I hate this. This is coward mentality. Uh, I'm sorry, but there should be no reason why you are rooting for your team. I'm not to, rooting for them. I just but, think it would be good for no, them. No, you're rooting for them to lose for the next month because you think that's in their best interest. It's not. It's never in their best interest. I'm 100% certain that this is the wrong mentality. And, like, it's whenever game. It, do not have this mentality that, like, oh, they need to – Facing adversity isn't losing. Like, there's plenty of teams that have been like I, I just don't like the mentality. They've lost games. Fight back. <clears throat> don't have a bad month. Don't have a month where you lose five times in a row. Like don't ever have a rough stretch. Bounce back every loss with a win. That's the winning mindset. The thing is, is the mentality of the players. At Trey, I think Trey is expecting to not change. It's not like they're going out there and not giving the same amount of effort that yeah, they're like, winning. It's just the, I don't the, the, the outcome. One game and then skid the sign of something bad to come. See, well, I don't think it is. If, if you're giving it your all and you're winning every game, that can potentially lead to complacency. If you, start get, if you give it your all every time and you and you lose some games, it might like re, revitalize the team into you know, playing to the best that they can. I'm just against you on this one, fully. Losing your mindset. I'm good with regular season uh, records. I want a cup. Cam, I imagine you don't have much on this. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I can compare a little bit. So I don't I don't think you root for it by any means. I don't think you are rooting for it. I, I think I, I see where you're coming from, but I don't think it's something you put out there until it happens. I think once they do lose a little bit, you say, okay, we needed that. You know, I think maybe that's not a terrible thing. But at the end of the day, I don't think 
before it happens, you say they need to lose. Um, I would be rooting every game, uh, win every single game, and then just go into the playoffs hot and win every game in the playoffs, and then you don't have to worry about having to go through your cold streak. Just don't have one. I see what you're saying, but I also don't agree with it. But the Giants, a little bit, like in the middle of the season, they were they were too hot. Right? They were seven and two. They did not. They weren't supposed to be there. Um, I said the same thing. I said, you know, we needed a, a loss, and then they got that Seahawks loss and almost missed the playoffs. So it gets a little, it gets a little hairy. We start rooting for it. I mean, they're not um, going to miss the playoffs. There's no way they miss the, the playoffs. By the way, I looked it up. Little fact check. Uh, President Cup has been given out 36 times. So it's the past 36 years, and eight teams have won. That's yeah. pretty good odds. And the last last time it's ha- it happened was 2012 when the Blackhawks did it. It's been a long that time. Was a, that was a shortened season. There was only like 40 games, and they, they lost like three games in the regular season and then won the cup. It's been a long <laughs> time. That's all I'm saying. All right, we've got to take. Dylan. Um, you know, Waste of Takes is a weekly show. And... Yeah. You know, you have a full week to come up with things. And then it comes down to, you know, game time. You're sitting there, you know, pre-game, thinking about what you're going to say, and you realize you should have prepared a little bit better. <laughs> so this waste to take is coming straight out of nowhere. Um, as I'm saying what I'm saying, I still don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, so <clears throat> here's a here's a take for you. Otani just signed with New Balance, don't based in Boston. That's what Warrior Ice Arena, where the Bruins practice, is New Balance headquarters. Fun fact: drive by it every time you go to Boston. Um, <clears throat> LeBron James switching gears to basketball. Uh, he hasn't passed the record yet, but he's set to right. Eighty-nine like points. Yeah, so he's got a few more points. <laughs> Few more points, he's gonna get it. And that's not the take. It's not the take. He's not gonna get it. Nothing like that. Um, now, <clears throat> he's the fastest player to like every single scoring level, whatever is thousand, whatever they do. They just they show you the list. It's like LeBron James, first, 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 or youngest, whatever, right? I believe so. <clears throat> now. Um, LeBron James is going to beat the record in three three day, three games or whatever it's going to be. I don't think he retires until he has more points than the. He's going to have more. He's going to have more points. Uh, than uh, shoot. I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to think of something on the spot here. He's gonna have. He's gonna have. Um. Oh shit. This is this is hard. I can't think of anything. I'm trying. I just I I, I chose a player. I thought about something. Uh, let's let's let's. That's, uh, he's not going to make he's it. He's going to have an awful injury. And never no, that's not because that's stupid. I'm going to say he's going to have what's his what's the point? Right? What's it at? What, I don't even know the number. 
38,000. 38,000? Jesus. So 38,000, that's a lot of thousands. I'm going to say he gets 45,000 when he retires. That's the day. 45,000. All right. So how many points does he average in a season? Let's say 25 times 80 games is around 2,000 points. So if he's averaging in 82 games and he's playing almost every game, let's, let's make it 50,000. putting up 2,000 a year. 50,000. He's going for the 50-burger. Okay, so so that means he'd have to play... You're saying Six more roughly years. two thousand a year. Six more years. No, no, he's not going to do that. Once he plays one year with his son, he's out, uh, and he's going to decline soon. It happens to everyone. It happened to Brady. Uh, LeBron's a baby. Cried all night after he got fouled the other night. Definitely got fouled. Hundred percent. Cried like a baby. Put on. A, you're talking about Oscar-winning performances, Cam. There was one right there. No, he won't do it, Tucker. Um, yeah, 50,000, I mean, 45,000 I could have gotten on. 50,000 does seem a bit extreme, Bill, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, like, that's another, like, eight or nine seasons of putting up 25 a game, which that would put him at, like, 46 years old. And the NBA is not a sport where you can last till 46. That's what people said about the NFL. Yeah, but, like, it's just the physical aspect of being, like, is just different, I think. Cameron? Um, I disagree because once Bronny doesn't make it to the league, I think he's just going to give up at that point. Um, he's got nothing else to live for. He's just drastically getting worse, kind of, somehow. His team around him, actually. This regard that he's actually hoping to go to basketball, but um, it seems like he's playing. You know, every every other game he's out. Um, his team isn't good. He's literally holding on just to play with Brody again, um, and or I guess not again, other than like the driveway. He's holding on just to play with Brody, and it's not going to happen based on the tape a couple weeks ago. So he's going to be done. he's not getting there. No love, Dill. Good effort, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tucker, um, are you calling for me for my take? Yes. So I've been thinking about the Super Bowl. Uh, I think no one's had a Super Bowl take yet. Um, and I was thinking now, Super Bowl storylines. What would be great? And I was thinking, who will be the Super Bowl MVP? And one name came to mind, and I guarantee you didn't come to any of your minds. The redemption arc like no other. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. After getting ridiculed for everything, being a TikTok boy, all that, Juju will come back to win the Super Bowl, win Super Bowl MVP, and then do TikTok dances with Jackson Mahomes with the, with the Super Bowl trophy after the game. Um, that's great. I like that's I like the idea. So, some like I've always said, Steelers can just draft wide receivers. They're all a little tapped. 
Like, obviously, Antonio Brown, not job. Martavius Bryant, stay off the weed. Um, Juju, big dancing guy. Claypool thinks he's the man. He's not. Um, no, this, no, no. I will say, Juju has normalized a little bit since getting there. No more TikToks that I see. I'm sure he's still doing them. He's probably just doing them more low-key. Um, I don't want this to happen just because I don't like Jackson Mahomes. I, I think he just is obnoxious. And he just, for some reason, acts like his brother is like... He acts like he's a fan of his brother in a weird way. Not so much like, oh, I love my brother like we grew up. It's like kind of dick ridey. Um I don't know what it is about the kid. Don't like him. Obnoxious. Um, but Juju hasn't really been like he's been solid i'd say through the playoffs hasn't been a huge factor i like the wasteness of it it's definitely a name i wouldn't have thought of but i think if juju catches enough balls to make him mvp it would go to mahomes right but then again edelman won it that one year it would have to be a low scoring game it'd have to be like rams patriots it'd have to be a low scoring game and he's just picking up first downs all the time and they're settling for field goals but he's moving the ball down the field and Mahomes isn't throwing, like, touchdowns. Like, if Mahomes finishes with no touchdowns and Juju has, like, 160 yards receiving and a ton of first downs, then I can see it happening. I think more likely Mahomes pops off and throws for, like, five. Uh, Cam, you liked it? Yeah, I did like it. I like that it's specific to do a little bit to come up with it, but I like that it's the Chiefs winning. Um I think it'd be funny. I think it's very possible. It's definitely a long shot, but if it does happen, it's pretty likely that he's going to be uh, dancing. I think Jackson Mahomes will try to get too close and they'll snuff him in the in the chin. That'd be way more way cooler. Um, I don't think it's that far fetched that the wide receiver gets it. Um, I believe it was your boy, did Troy Brown win? Deion Branch. Deion Branch. Yeah. Yeah. So. Patriots do it. Um, I I don't think that's that's too far out of the question. It's just a lot of pieces coming together for it to happen. But I like it on board. I do like the take. I just just I put the futures on it. I I just disagree because I don't want to see the TikToks. I really don't. Um, Dylan. <clears throat> yeah, Trey, you, that was a good um, analysis, I guess, of what would have to happen. But on top of that, I think it could go if it was touchdowns. If if, if uh, Juju, say, has three touchdowns in the game, he scores the game-winning touchdown. Very true, yes. And, and he makes some – maybe he makes a couple, like, ridiculous catches, you know, uh, you know, not, t- not for touchdowns, but just uh, whatever the case may be. Um, so I think there is opportunity. I like the – uh, Tucker, I like how you're tying in Mahomes' family uh, and all their glory uh, and uh, uh, TikTok and all that stuff, the redemption arc. So I think you picked a good um, wild wild card type of a player for it. So, I mean, I like to take. I think it could happen. Some things have to happen, obviously, for it to happen. So. Good thinking. Um, Cooper Cup won MVP last year, too, by the way. Huge miss. What? Cooper Cup won MVP last year. So the wide receiver has won it 
three out of or two out of the last five years. I, 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 but I don't think this happens. I think if the, I think if the Chiefs win, it's just it's gonna go to Mahomes. All righty, uh, let's jump into some analysis of the games. We'll start Philly versus San Fran. Um, I had said last week that I thought the Giants' win was more about Philly being dominant than it was about the Giants being bad or or not up to snuff, and I think that this game kind of proved my point. Philly is so good. They're so good up front. Like, I don't, like, I, I kind of just disrespected them all year. Didn't really think too much of them. Um, thought, yeah, they're a good team, but, like, how good really are they? Uh, in this playoff run, they've beaten some suspect quarterbacks, to say the least. Um, and, but they just, they have controlled the line of scrimmage like crazy. Jalen Hurts is playing, while not out of his mind, uh, um, very well. Um, and it just seems to me like they, they've been the best team in the NFC all year. Like we, everybody said, kind of disrespected them, said, Oh, San Fran's kind of the best team right now, or the Vikings are the best team right now. But it was always just Philly. And Cam sent a text in the group afterwards saying it was always Philadelphia. It was always the Eagles. Couldn't be more right. Um, for San Fran, is a tough break. <clears throat> what happened to Purdy obviously gets hit very early on. Tears his UCL. And Josh Johnson sucks eggs. And he came in. He was terrible. Dropping snaps. Um, and it was unfortunate for them, but I think even with Purdy, they don't win this game. I think the Eagles are kind of unstoppable on offense right now, and um, the Eagles are kind of unstoppable on offense right now. There's not much that San Fran would have been able to do even if Purdy was healthy, <coughs> and Purdy's obviously a rookie, and their situation is going to be very interesting moving forward with quarterback. Purdy's now going to be done for about six months, I heard which may derail him from being able to compete with Lance for the spot. They said Jimmy Garoppolo's out this today, I think they said that. Uh, so no chance of him coming back, which I don't think anyone's surprised by. But good season for San Fran. Cool story. Really thought that the Cinderella story could carry them through. That's why I picked them. But it, the Eagles are just fantastic. And I'd like to say that I, I know we're going to chat about this a little. Patriots fans online on Twitter have just been like, this is the worst Super Bowl ever. This is the worst matchup I've ever thought of. Like, I can't root for anybody. I have no rooting interest. I get the Chiefs thing. Like, I get it. Like, they are the new Patriots. They are what you were. They have a great head coach. They have an all-time quarterback. They're on the precipice of possibly creating a dynasty uh, if they're able to pull this one out. And then maybe one more in the next two years, they kind of will be in that. They'll, they, I think they'll be considered a dynasty at that point. Um, and the baby goat talk with Mahomes really picked up a couple of years ago when they played the Bucks in the Super Bowl and people are like Callan Coward are already saying, <coughs> excuse me, are already saying he's better, um, saying that he's more talented there and he's already won more than Brady did early in his career. Therefore he is the, the goat as long as everything stays on this trajectory I think it's far too early to say that, but I don't get the hate for Philly from New England, and I, I, I don't understand it, and they beat us in, in the Super Bowl 
It sucked. It was terrible. They broke up a three-peat. Like, we won the next year. Like, they... Philly is a fun team to root for. And I've been thinking a lot, and I think they're one of my top five teams in the NFL that, like... I know Cam has made a list of the teams he likes the most to the teams he likes the least. They're going to be in the top half easily. They're probably top five, definitely top ten. Cool unis. I think Philly is a trash city filled with a lot of garbage people, and I think it's hilarious to watch them root for their team. They are so mean. It's what I wish Patriots fans were. That they were Patriots fans are kind of babies. Like we're kind of like we act tough. Gillette Stadium doesn't get that loud. Like we're not that brutal to to um, other fans. Like they do take it overboard, a hundred percent, a lot. But I think there is a bit of a kindred spirit feeling to northeast cities, cold, hard nosed, a lot of mean people. So and then always sunny Philadelphia on top of it helps. But I don't get Patriots fans being babies about the Eagles. I don't get it. Like they beat us fair and square. We Bill Bill fumbled the bag by not playing the best players available. Um, and they beat us. They were just better than us in that game. I watched highlights of it today after Brady's retirement, just to kind of go down memory lane. I don't get the Eagles slander. Um, and I will be rooting for them in the Super Bowl. 100%. Go Birds. Fly equals fly. Uh, Tucker, your breakdown of the game? Um, yeah, breakdown. This game was, I think, I'm going to say this was a Mickey Mouse NFC Championship win. Um the Eagles have faced no one. Uh, I, I, I mean, no offense, Cam, but I, I didn't see the Giants as like elite competition for the Eagles in like the second round of the playoffs. Like, if you look at the AFC side, like where the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs are in, and you know they're playing tough competition in the first round, it just didn't feel like the same. And then. In the NFC Championship game, they're going against a third-string quarterback who gets hurt, and so they have to throw in a fourth-string quarterback in the NFC Championship game. Like, this is a Mickey Mouse NFC Championship game. There's nothing to get from this. I mean, there is no part of this where I'm like, oh, yeah, this team's really got it because they can beat a, a bunch of nobodies. I mean, that's what this team, I mean, literally it was jo- Josh Johnson yeah. is the quarterback. Just like career backup quarterback, like could not start for the worst team in the NFL if he wanted to. And he's their starting quarterback. So I just, yeah, I don't buy it. Uh, I like the Chiefs. They're better. And then you're going to get a healthy Patrick Mahomes in a couple weeks. Dear God, that's scary. Can you imagine having to deal with that? It's going to be impossible. Um, in terms of you saying Mickey Mouse, I, 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 I agree with you on the Josh Johnson front, but you were very high on Purdy. Calling him a third-string quarterback feels a little bit... Yeah, but Purdy didn't even play. I know, I'm saying, but you said coming into the game they were facing a third-string quarterback. Purdy was playing as well as anybody. So Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I just want to throw that in there. I'm not actually throwing shade at Purdy. Uh, I like him. I think this game's different if he's in there. But, um, yeah, I think once... You're, but, I mean, Josh Johnson is a fourth-string quarterback, and I think, like, that's what you think when you're... I get it. He's ter- he, he was terrible. I'm in the NFL championship game. My fourth-string quarterback, Josh Johnson, comes in. I am not 
confident. Kyle Shanahan has to figure out his conditioning program. I don't know what the hell. They're injured every year. Every single year, they are injured. It's unbelievable. And they, they expect to win championships just with guys getting hurt all the time. It's ridiculous. I mean, but one thing I will say is Christian McCaffrey in that system is gross. Oh, he'd be oh, yeah. gross in a lot of systems. He'd be great here in, in New England. He'd be fantastic. Um, Cam, I, mean, I think he'd be great anywhere, if we're being honest. Cam, division rival, going to the Super Bowl, team that knocked you out, knocks out San Fran. How you feeling? Game breakdown. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back forth here. So I'm gonna start with Jalen Hurts. Trey, you said playing, um, playing really. I actually disagree. I think the last four games he's been hurt, but even before his injury, the game got injured. He's actually been playing the worst he has all season. Um, that's including the playoffs. He hasn't had a 200 yard game in the playoffs. One throwing touchdown in each, or two, two passing and then no passing, and then a rushing touchdown, but not many yards. I think he, I think they're trying to do as little as possible with Jalen Hurts and just rely on their running game. Um, so I don't think he's going to be the factor. I don't think he's going to be the MVP. Uh, I don't think it's going to come down to him. Uh, take that back. I think it's going to come down to him. He's going to play well. If he doesn't play well, they do not win this game. Um, two, I'm going to actually defend the Eagles. It's not their fault. That they are where they are, and they're getting so much hate. The NFC was never good. That's they also the, the point of getting the, the one seed too. Is, is playing crazy. Teams. Yeah, you you earn the one seed. You get to play the Giants. You think if they played the if they get to play the the Vikings, it would have been yeah maybe closer. But the Vikings are still frauds. Um, and then they line up. I guess maybe if Jimmy was playing in that game and held the whole time, it's a different story. But they. They not only just barely beat these bad teams, they destroyed them. And I think that they deserve a little credit as much as I hate to give it to them. Wow, Cam, very big of you. They, they deserve to be here. That being said, if the Eagles are in the AFC, I'm not so sure that they're in this game. But it doesn't matter. You get there, you get to play the best team on the other side. I think it's the best matchup, um, the best matchup we could ask for uh, with, with the given teams, in my own opinion. Any given Sunday. Um, the game, the game itself, I I hated to watch. I mean, the first touchdown catch that they didn't catch, they didn't. The fourth down play, the deep one, awesome catch if you caught it. Um, you got to be able to review that faster. It's kind of it's on the Niners at that point. You yeah. just did everything perfectly. They said, "Hurry up, let's get to the line and take the ball." Not to kind of throw the challenge flag. Refs, you know, it's it's not. 100% on them. It's not a scoring play. They can't automatically review it. Um, so I, I honestly think the Eagles were going to win that game. It was always the Eagles. And uh, I don't have much else. I think those were the two best teams at the time. It's too bad they got hurt. The Niners did, but they were going to end up here regardless. I think it's a good matchup. Dell. Yeah, this this game didn't go anywhere as where I expected it to go. Oh, oh, forgot to mention at the top of the show, loser Dell, San Fran didn't make the Super Bowl. That's true. Um, loser Tucker too. Um, Tucker had him in the NFC ship. He did not have him in the Super Bowl. He had the Vikings in the Super Bowl. Okay, that's something else. Um, so 
Yeah, the the injury obviously didn't expect. Nobody expected that. Um, you could clearly tell something was not right. The elbow was screwed up. Um, <clears throat> when Purdy came back into the game, he could barely throw it, which is, I mean, when you have a, a UCL problem, which is, I think, what they confirmed, um, you know, that's what happens. <clears throat> you lose all ability to like use your arm in that motion. You might get Tommy be, John, Bill. You, I know you'd be better off throwing it left-handed at that point. Um, now, the first the first uh, score, well, not the score play, the deep ball that Cam was referring to. You know that seems to happen often. Um, I feel like coaches are very wary about throwing that flag early in the game. Um, I, I feel like sometimes you just got to gamble it in, in big games and just, and just send it. Um, just by the way that the Eagles were reacting, you know, right after the play, trying to get to the line, even the, <clears throat> well, the guy who, who caught it, Devonte Smith, right. He, the way he was reacting afterwards, it just seemed sus from the beginning. Um, and then Josh, whatever his name is, Johnson, Jacob, Josh, whatever. Josh Johnson. Comes into the game, never heard of him, but he's been in the league for 100 years. Uh, <clears throat> looked like he had no idea what he was doing. She probably didn't. Um, I thought the most exciting play was when they had McCaffrey take a snap and they, like, reversed it or did whatever they could. They tried to bomb one downfield. That was fun. I wish they did that more often. Um, the 49ers were in it, though. What was this for at halftime? I do not it, remember. It wasn't it, it wasn't too, too bad, but you knew the game was over, but the score didn't, didn't look like... It was uh, 21-7 and a half, Eagles. Yeah. But, um, yeah, once Purdy was out of the game, it was basically over. And kudos to the Eagles, like, uh, for, you know, like Cam said, they're the best team in the NFC. You take your opponents how you, how you get them. You take care of them. You move on. So <clears throat> now they have a real challenge uh, in the Super Bowl. So we'll see. All right. More interesting game, I'd say, of the two. Kansas City versus Cincinnati in Burrowhead no more, now known as Arrowhead. Um, this one, I mean, for some reason, the entire like first half is out of my head. Um but, I mean, it was a good game. The, the, it it kind of got marred by the refs a little at the end. Now, the big calls that people are talking about are obviously the replay of the third down, which was just preposterous. Like, that is ridiculous that they, they made that happen. It ended up not, I don't think it really affected the outcome. Maybe it did. I can't really remember. The intentional grounding on Burrow and the hit out of bounds on the homes. There was also some block in the backs of the holds that are being mentioned that weren't called. Um, but, I mean, I think Kansas City was the better team throughout the game. Um, the Bengals O-line, who was so good against the Bills, just fell apart. And <clears throat> that's always kind of been their weakness. They have to, have to, have to build that up. They are going to be paying Joe Burrow a bag in after next year, I think. Next year will be his 
fourth year, and then they're either going to have to hit him with the fifth year option, which is a ton of money, or they're going to have to pay him a bag. This year, you got to go out and try to find some talent on the O line, and and make it happen. Orlando Brown Jr. I think might be a free agent. You might want to look at him, but I mean they have Ted Karras at center, who's a former Patriot, who's always a solid backup lineman. Wouldn't say he's great. I think he was probably one of their better linemen this year. But like, no matter what Joe does, like he he made some great plays. That fourth down play where he just chucked it up to Jamar, and Jamar made an unbelievable play. It was a great ball, great catch. But like at the end of the day, at, when you're when you're le- when you're late in games like that, and you need to drive down the field, and your line is just crumbling to the blitz, you're not going to be able to get it done. Now, in terms of the referees, the third and ten was ridiculous. The fact that they called that play dead, but didn't but didn't call it dead, let it play out, and then came back and said it was because of the clock was one of the one of the worst officiating things I've ever seen. It was miserable. The refs in this game were bad. Um, the intentional grounding on, on Burrow, I get it. I get the call. You got to call it on Mahomes too. He did the exact same thing the next drive. He threw one into the ground about, I don't know, seven yards in front of Kelsey. It was the same deal. Burrow threw his four yards in front of, uh, his running back to P Ryan. I think it was. So like, just call it consistently. That's all you have to do. Intentional grounding is a tough one to call, especially when there's a running back in the area. Just maybe let it go. And then there was a ton of missed block in the backs, a ton of missed holding. People that are upset about the uh, the roughing after he ran out of bounds are stupid. The guy was out of bounds. He hit him late. He should have pulled up. These uh, these defenders are taught to go at the ball. It's the same situation I talked about when uh, the Patriots beat the Jets and they they threw that pick six. And then it got called back because Mac Jones got whacked at the end of the play. So you got to know, you got to coach it and say, listen, when he gives himself up, he's done. Like the ball's not his hand, or if he's even close to out of bounds, let him go. It's ridiculous. The refs screwed up a ton in this game. That was not part of it. Um, it started the whole NFL scripted thing, which is funny on Twitter right now if you're seeing any of those tweets. But I think the better team won. And. Kelsey, Travis Kelsey was talking a lot of smack after the game and like the shot at the mayor I thought was funny. The other stuff, he's just too much for me. Too extra. I've always thought he was a tool bag. Mahomes was so much cooler when he was just like, yeah, we got, I don't know if we have cigars, but we'll be trying to smoke them. Like we'll be celebrating or something like that. Like that's a good shot at Joe Burrow. Him running around, Burrow have my ass. Meh, 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 meh. He's just, he's a tool. I don't like him. I hate the Gronk comparisons. I get it. He now passed Gronk and Edelman for touch, for receptions and touchdowns. And he's definitely a top tight end all the time. Never, I'll never put him on the same level as Gronk because of Gronk's blocking ability. But better team won. Kansas City that much closer to uh, becoming a dynasty and closing the gap on Brady. So if you're rooting for him, good for you, I guess. You, you hate Tom Brady and you hate the dynasty. Tucker, breakdown of this game. Um, yeah, so my breakdown of the game, I think that the Bengals going into it, far too cocky. Talked way too much. I don't know what they uh, thought they were doing. Yeah, I mean, like, they went from the spot of, like, the underdogs, this, like, gritty underdog that's, like, fighting through with, like, swag. Like, they had some swagger to them, to just, I don't know, just... Like a 
team that talked all the shit in the world, which I just, you know, I'm not a fan of. Uh, it was their corners. It was Hilton and Apple that were doing all the talking. Apple, but then, you know, they're calling it Burrowhead. They're doing all this stuff. Like, like they're saying, like, oh, yeah. They're talking like they own the Bengals, which was just the weirdest thing to do with a team that's, you like, I'm not talking that way about the Bengals ever. Like, I, it's crazy to have that much cockiness going against a team that's, like, the team, the number one team, the one that everyone just believes is the best. And just believe, like, you own them because you've beaten them. I mean, they've beaten them a few times, I won't lie. Um, But I just, I don't know, I just didn't see it. Cam? Oh, wait, oh, but I, I didn't oh. touch on the game. Sorry. Um, you stopped talking, but I don't know what you want. <laughs> Sorry, um, but about the game, uh, I thought it was a good game. It was competitive. Uh, but I, I think this game does prove the fact that the best QB in the NFL is Pat Mahomes, and the second best QB in the NFL is Pat Mahomes with one leg. <clears throat> Remember when Mac had the same injury and, and acted like he was shot in the face? Yeah, and then he also said that he wanted to play that next that week. Well, it's not well he said he wanted said to play. Act like act like pussied out. Yeah, well, he kind of did. That picture is <laughs> picture says a thousand words. He's that like, next week, directly after. Ah, get me out of here! Carry me, Cam. And. Yeah, um, so I'll touch on the underdog, uh, but they were still cocky. I, I agree. I didn't see any of that. Other than Eli Apple before the game, um, I didn't see any of the other stuff. I didn't even know Burrowhead was a thing. Um, but I also would like to say it's not Joe <clears throat> Burrow doing it, but he's also not stopping it. Um, he very much embraces it without saying anything. Uh, I think it's adding to his ego. Which I don't mind at all, as long as he's out loud saying, you know, what what is terrible cornerback Eli Apple is, is saying on Twitter. I'm fine with it. Uh, I think still think he's cool. I think he's the second best quarterback in the league. What he's doing is pretty unreal. You're talking about getting sacked 51 times two seasons straight and making the Super Bowl and AFC Championship vote. Yes, he has the best receiving core in the league, but still un- unbelievable. Just the fact that he they went from one win to making the Super Bowl or whatever it ended up being um, is uh, it was always the Chiefs. It, it, the script was set. It's a better matchup. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest, once the Eagles won, I almost wanted the Chiefs to win. We're losing you, Cam. You're cutting out like crazy. So I'm, I'm excited. It's the script. We got, we got. Ref show, but the Chiefs would have won anyway. All right, we we missed about the last. Yeah, got about twenty-five percent. Yeah, but we we get the gist. Del. All right. Um, yeah. So let me touch on the refs. Um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a ref downfield who was trying to blow that. Dead. Gotta be more adamant. 
He, did you see it? He stepped out. Like, he just, like, stepped out. No, he ran in, like, six, five yards and was screaming and waving his hands, and it just didn't happen. It was too loud. It was probably a little bit too late, but in a different atmosphere, I think the play wouldn't have started. Um, Defending so, me I mean, is always not, not, chill. Not, not ideal. Not ideal, but it wasn't like it wasn't whistled, and then they decided to end it after or like redo it after the fact. They did try to stop it, so I'll give them the give them the benefit of the doubt on that. Um, it still wasn't good optics, that's for sure. Um, but it, 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 it the drive ended two plays later, and they punted the ball away, so it, it, it didn't matter anyway. So um, as for uh, <clears throat> the you know the stuff going on before the game and all, all the all the uh, talk, um, two things I think what the Bengals need to do is they need to get rid of Apple. I think there was there was issues with him in the Super Bowl last year. Remember? Um, oh, he's always I, sucked, I, and he's always been a talker. But I, I remember in the Super Bowl, I don't know if he had like Pat roughing or uh, not roughing the passer, just passer interference penalties or like uh, personal fouls. I, I, I forget what it was. He kind of like handed them the game, and then he got burned. He fell over, I think maybe. Oh, shoot, I forget. That was, it was the Super Bowl last year, and then this year, running his mouth before the game. But I think what was the catalyst to all of this, um, all of the talks with. The Bengals, I mean, maybe they would have done some without this, but I think it was um, the fact that Mahomes uh, was, got hurt. I think that he got hurt, and, you know, the league and the world decided that now the Chiefs are the underdogs. Um, I mean, the Chiefs were plus two and a half at one point midweek because of, um, because of the injury. <clears throat> and like I said on the show uh, last week, which, sorry, we didn't get it out until today, um, was that I don't think, I didn't think Mahomes' injury was going to be that much of a factor. Um, <clears throat> obviously, he was laboring on it all game, and I think he was maybe 80% of himself. He, he, he didn't run the ball. There was one play late where he ran the ball to get a first. Um, and then there was the other play where he ran and got knocked out of, not like at the, uh, the penalty where he got hit when he was out of bounds, which was definitely a penalty. So he only ran the ball like twice, <clears throat> really. He couldn't roll out to his left, and, but he still found a way to win. And it, it, really, if you, if you, if you didn't know football and you didn't watch these guys play a lot, you would have thought that, yeah, he's hurt, but he's still playing really well. Like it, I, it wasn't that, that big of a factor in, in terms of the game, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I think the, the Bengals kind of shot themselves in the foot with all that talk. <clears throat> it's hard when you're the best. It's hard to go up against the best team in the league when you give them underdog mentality. Uh, that's what happened in this game, and that happened um, to the Patriots all the time, all the time. Yeah, that would happen. Yeah, I mean, all the analysts before the games, the Patriots games, years passed, especially in the playoffs. <clears throat> the last Super Bowl, they won. All the analysts before the game were picking the other teams, and the Pats end up smoking them. 
or winning late, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, it was a good game, though. So looking forward to the Super Bowl, obviously. All right. Um, we will do a breakdown and our picks next week for the Super Bowl. Obviously, we have a week to kill. Um, but we will take a look at the points for now until we pick next week. Um, so there are a new two new leaders in the clubhouse. Um, first off, one of us has been eliminated from contention. That would be... Um, that would be Cam Abderhalden, uh, finishing yeah. with 15 points. Unfortunately, will not be able to make up the point totals in the end. Right, And in third place is myself. After two duds this week, I will remain at 17 points. Dylan picks up two points. The only guy to pick up two points this week moves to 18 points. Tied with Tucker who correctly guessed the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl this um, would be in the Super Bowl this year, picking yes. up an extra five. So Tucker picked up five points. He ties Dylan with 18. So it's 18 to 18, then 17, then 15. So the only way that I can I can't win, I can tie. I don't think we have a tiebreaker. We didn't guess the national championship. I don't believe we may have. I think I picked against Georgia. No, I picked Georgia. I think I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think we did it. That was our, was our that was always our tiebreaker. So we'll figure it out if it comes down to more than likely, it's not going to happen because I doubt Tucker and Dylan are going to pick the same team if they have a chance to win it. Maybe they will. I don't know. But um, all right, quick point of business before we end the episode. Obviously, Brady retires for the second time. This time, it feels real. Um, so, obviously, I, I don't remember what I said last year when this happened. But to me, this feels more legitimate this time. And all I can say is that Tom is my favorite athlete ever. I know I went through a period on this podcast when I couldn't go two sentences without bad-mouthing him. Done a lot of thinking about it, uh, especially today. Um it wasn't the fact that he left New England that I was up so upset at. And I get why he left. I didn't want him to. So, yes, it was partly the reason. But it wasn't like, oh, you betrayed us, you left. Um, I get why he left. He and Bill weren't vibing anymore. He wanted to change. I understand. The reason I was so anti-Brady, because I couldn't stand the thought of him winning another Super Bowl somewhere else. He obviously did that. It took me another kind of year to, to process it. Um, and I'm cool with it now. I'm, I'm as cool as I can be. I'm still pissed off that all his retirement stuff, his pictures of him in Bucks jerseys, and that ring, that extra ring that he's got that's just uglier than the rest of them. Um, but obviously, a lot of great moments. Talk about him a lot. I'm sure we'll continue to talk about him. Uh, can't thank him enough for for all that he did for Patriots fans and for me, uh, not on a personal level, but as as a fan of the team. Uh, wish he would come on the pod. That'd be kind of cool way to end it, send it off. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I would, I, I'm, I'm excited for this period because it's no more worrying about like, what is he going to win another this year? Like, where's he going to go? Yeah. This is the perfect time to get out for him after his first losing season. He, 
clearly wasn't the same guy. He didn't have the drive for it, I don't think, anymore. He went through a lot in his personal life. So it's a good time to get out before things get worse. And I think Tucker's right. He did kind of fall off a cliff. I think he could be, still be good. Absolutely. I think he still could compete. He just kind of needs to be refreshed. He had a bad year. He had a bad year in 2019 when he wasn't interested in the Patriots anymore. He had a bad year in 2013 before they drafted Garoppolo and gave him that extra motivation to keep his job. So I think he just needs motivation and he doesn't have it anymore. And to go somewhere else, I'm sure he'd be able to find it. But I, I, I think that it's just a lot to ask of him right now. In terms of his next ventures, you guys talked about him in the booth a little bit. I, I agree that I don't think I don't think he'll be very good. And I don't think he'll um, I don't think he'll enjoy it very much. And he wants to be with his family. That's still a day out of the year, a day out of the week traveling across the country. I get it's not all the time, but still with the divorce, it's going to be a little more difficult. Um, and I think he will miss the game. And I'm just excited to see him um, I, uh, on the broadcasting thing, too. Greg Olson's getting screwed 100%. And Tony Romo sucks, by the way. Just to bring that up. I forgot to mention that during the, the Chiefs thing. But he's terrible. He doesn't know what he's saying. He just starts speaking. He doesn't know the end of the sentence. He's miserable. I'm done with it. But back to Brady. I'm excited to see how the Patriots and him kind of re reconcile here. Um, I think that they should... Do whatever they should obviously retire his number. The Patriots don't really retire numbers. They haven't. They the only they've never retired the number of someone that's won Super Bowl with them. So that's kind of nuts. But uh, obviously retire the number that'll come. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, uh, the Patriots Hall of Fame too. And they should put up a statue. They should do everything because he made that franchise what it was. You can argue if it was you know a combination of him and Bell. Regardless, he was a massive part of it. And I'm excited to see how he is as a retired Patriot in terms of what he brings to, to the team and, and how he's around the team and what he passes. So very excited he's retired, very relieved. Same feeling I had last year. It's a little lesson because, A, we went through it last year. B, I got my outrage out over him not thanking Patriots and Patriots fans during his retirement. I got that out of my system. But... All I can say is thanks at this point, and good luck, and please don't come back. I'm sick of this. I don't want to do this again. I, I am. If he unretires, you'll not hear word one from me about him retiring the next time. Uh, Tucker, your thoughts on Brady's retirement? You're muted. If you if you didn't know. Yeah, sorry about that. I did. I did it. I muted myself on accident. Um, but this one shocked me, honestly. I didn't expect it at all. I, I really thought it was another year. I just, it felt like that he wouldn't have gone through all of this just to quit. Pretty big miscalculation I, on his part, I think. Yeah, I think, I think he kind of did. I think, and you know what? I'll lose respect for him if he gets back with Giselle. I will lose respect for Tom Brady if he gets back with Giselle. And, like, the post he made today, there was a couple pictures of Giselle put in there. And I I really hope that he's not simping. I mean, like, Juju the GOAT, she's cheating, basically cheated on him. What are, you, her, what are you talking about? With her instructor. Like, she was going on vacations literally, like, 
there's rumors that she was cheating on him the whole time, and that's what led to the divorce. Have you not heard this with the judo instructor? Like, a week after they announced their separation, she was already on vacation with him? Yeah, that's fair. So, um, I'm out. I, I just hope that he doesn't do it. I mean, I don't want him back with her. her. I'm done with her. Um, I've hated her for a while, but uh, I'm happy that I can be a Tom Brady fan again. I kind of, I went down a dark path um, during the Bucks era. I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy that I can just be a guy that loves Tom Brady. Um, Cam, who's he going to marry again? Alex Rodriguez? No. No, no, no. Giselle is gonna is gonna marry A Rod or start dating A Rod. But you said Tom was gonna date a man. Did you not? No, Dylan might have brought that up. I feel like that's a dumb thing to say. I thought that was you, Cam. I'll bring all this back, but um, new ways to take Tom Brady gets back with um, Moynihan, whatever. Oh, that's an old flame. Catherine Moynihan, is that her name? Bridget. Go Bridget. back to the the pre-professional football time. The baby mom. Back. Yeah, he's going back. Anyway, I think he did it, he did it right this time. Um, and very chill. He's like, guys, I already, I already gave you a heart attack last time. Uh, I'm done. See ya. It's real. It feels real. I wish he did it. Pre-game Super Bowl. Everyone doesn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, it, takes the, it takes the entire... It's like he's in the Super Bowl once again. It's, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and you're talking about Tom Brady. Uh, it would have been perfect. It would have aligned with everything. It would have been the perfect send-off. Um, but it just shows how he's grown as a player. He's humble. And um, what he did for that Bucks franchise, honestly, turned him around. feel bad for him going forward because they will never win. They might not have a winning season in 40 years. This, so this, uh, I brought this up last week too when we talked about it, about him leaving. But God, I am so excited for the Bucks collapse. There's already rumors they're trying, they're going to trade Mike Evans, like blow it up, bring back Jameis. Honestly, just be funny again. I am so excited to watch that pathetic fan base fall back into obscurity. It was the second best thing about today. It was the memories of Tom A and B. Laughing at the Buccaneers. Their, their head coach is so bad. They are going to be a disaster. It's awesome. Sorry to interrupt you. No, that was pretty much it. I just, um, I think he, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, I wish him best of luck in his acting career. Um, Dill, Tom Brady, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, we we won't be hearing that anymore. Sad. Um, yeah, it's it, it's for real. It's, uh, I'm happy for the man. I, it was definitely time. I think he checked out this season about week four. Still found a way to win a division title and go out with a little bit of a bang. Uh, Curse the Buccaneers uh, for all eternity. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like um, Curse to the Black Pearl. He took all those coins away from the team now they're all they're all dead and they, they can't eat food it's, it's wild down there in Florida <laughs> um, alright Bill has now 
plenty of time to catch up to him. No, he's not chasing him anymore. He stopped at the top of the mountain. Bill's got time to get back up there. I don't know if he can do it, but we'll see. Um, all right. I think that's all we got for tonight. Next week, we will have um, Super Bowl breakdown, our, our previews, our picks. It's always kind of an awkward week for the show. Not much happens. Probably touch on some other sports as well. Um, we got a list, guys, that we're going to do, bring it back for the time being. I think it comes back officially tomorrow, uh, next week. And uh, we'll have to break down our expectations for the game for the halftime show, Rihanna. Cam, what's the what's the give me a excitement meter on the Rihanna halftime show? I can't, I can't. It has to be in the moment. Um, I don't know what to expect. I haven't watched any videos or previews or anything. I'm just, I'm ready to to give it my full um, on the spot. I'm gonna do a voice recording or video recording post halftime. I think so. We have the the raw footage. Um, but, are we thinking um, it has any chance? Watch. Is there any chance it can pass J Lo, uh, J Lo Shakira? It can pass J Lo. I don't, I don't think um, it can. It can pass J Lo, but it, I don't know about Shakira, and maybe not Shakira. I'm just saying it has potential, but there's a ceiling, and and Shakira's standing on the roof. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we'll have that for you. Um, one more football game, gentlemen, and I can't believe how fast the season's gone. But yeah, it's wild. Uh, one more football game, and then we're on to the off season. We got a lot of things going on: hockey, basketball, baseball starting up. Sox might be not be as bad as people expect. Who knows? Yankees probably will win the World Series game. So congrats, just in advance. Um, we got Overwatch League starting up soon, Tuck. At some point, um, yeah, we got That's the big one. We got, what else do we got coming down the pike? Um, Off-season, obviously, draft breakdowns. We'll see if we can get more than two right this year. I think that's our record, but a lot of good stuff coming coming up. Um, so make sure to stay tuned to Waste to Takes. Check us out on our socials. Keep voting on those polls. We only had six votes tonight. We need more than that. Uh, thanks for getting Waste with us, and we will see you next week. So long.